Welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to advance in leadership, then this podcast is for you. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker, and Monica Marquez, senior corporate leader, ex-Googler, and diversity expert. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Hi, I'm Monica Marquez, your host for today's episode. Imagine you're at an event or in an elevator, and you get introduced to a VIP that you're honored to meet. Then they ask the dreaded question, tell me about yourself. The typical default is to respond with your name, title, employer, and work focus, right? Well, imagine you no longer have that job or title. How would you tell your story? When we're asked to introduce ourselves, we often miss the opportunity to share our story in a powerful way that makes us stand out and highlights our unique value proposition. Instead, we respond to that question with our work history that explains our what but not our why. In today's episode, you'll meet Lisa Gates, a leadership and career story coach and founder of Story Happens Here, a practice focused on helping women master their brand stories, control their narratives, and rise up. Lisa is committed to helping women be seen, heard, promoted, and rewarded as the agents of change the workplace and the world's dying to see. Lisa stresses the importance of being able to morph your story for any situation that you are in and how your story isn't a one-time thing, but rather a living, breathing story that can always change. Lisa has also authored several online courses available at LinkedIn Learning, including Asking for a Raise, Negotiation Foundations, Conflict Resolution Foundations, Coaching and Developing Employees, and Coaching for Results. Visit IamBeyondBarriers.com where you'll find show notes and links to all the resources in this episode, including the best way to get in touch with Lisa. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much for joining us on the Beyond Barriers podcast. We are so thrilled to have you on board. And, um, you know, I'm super excited because your area of expertise of really articulating your story as an individual is so crucial for women's success. So without further ado, let's dive in. And how about you share your story and what you've learned along your journey and why you focus so much on helping women tell their story? Oh, great. Well, thank you for inviting me. It's been really going to be a fun adventure today. Uh, yeah, so let's tell a story about storytelling, right? <laughs> here. Um, you know, I've, I've always been very committed to helping women be seen and heard and promoted and definitely paid, rewarded mm -hmm. uh, as um, kind of the agents of change we want to see in our workplaces. Mm -hmm. And so I spent about 10 years running She Negotiates, which was a negotiation consultancy. And I'm kind of a pattern noticer. And I noticed, you know, a repeating theme just over and over again, women not really grabbing hold and being able to self-advocate or tell mm -hmm. their story or even be clear about what their message is and who kind of what, what the brand story, if you will, um, of their career is. Mm -hmm. So after 10 years, I decided to morph and open, uh, start 
to launch Story Happens Here focused really solely on <clears throat> the, the needs women have to understand what their value proposition is, how to answer those, those really persistent questions like tell me about yourself in a networking mm -hmm. event or you're, you're, you're leading a presentation or you're interviewing for a new role or a promotion. You're uh -huh. gonna need this, you're gonna need to know your story and how to tell it, how to morph it for the situation that you're in. Mm -hmm. right? So it's not, it's a living, breathing kind of um, uh, uh, story mm -hmm. that um, you, you, you can alter depending on the situation that you're in. But I think that the, how I came to be a storyteller and and to be really dedicated to the story piece of things was that I was raised up in a mark reading career, mm -hmm. uh, marketing and public relations. And, you know, if story isn't embedded in that, um, <laughs> uh, you've got nothing. Mm -hmm. So um, I was at the very beginning of my career and I was interviewing for a new business coordinator role in a PR firm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is like way before smartphones and, and Google and being able to quickly research, oh, my God, what do I need to do for this interview? I got to right. prepare. And um, so my new boss is interviewing me or my about to be boss. And he says, do you have a story from your, your, your work or your life that really conveys who you are as a person? Mm. And. I kind of dithered around and I was completely unprepared for the question, uh -huh. but I was kind of used to thinking on my feet. So I told him a story. Now this is going to really tell you my age, but I told him about how in high school I had convinced the school board to allow girls to wear pants. Mm. And so it was really the old days. Right. <laughs> and I, and I'm thinking I give, gave, you know, a really great performance and I think I'm doing really well. And, and my boss says, okay, um, I that was good, but I'd like you to tell me the story one more time and really invest it with characters and conflict and all of the, you know, the roadblocks you ran into. Mm. And so I retold the story and I snuck in imitations of the principal and, you know, all kinds of people. And then I thought, okay, now I really nailed it. Now I know I did a really good job because I'm an actor. I can do this. <laughs> and then he stops me and he says, okay, I want you to tell this story again. And this time I want, I, I want you not to make yourself the hero of the story. Mm. I want you to tell me about your missteps, your mistakes, and all of the things, you know, that sort of led to your eventual success. Mm -hmm. And so I told the story again. Finally, I was able to kind of put a period on it. And a few weeks later, I'm sitting down with him and I, I said, oh, you know, I'm really curious. Why did you have me run through all those paces and tell that story so many times? And he said, well, think about it. He said three things. And I think the first one was you need to be able to think on your feet. Mm -hmm. Number two, what we do around here is we tell, you know, brand stories, customer stories, human stories. And mm -hmm. I wanted to see if you had the makings of a great storyteller, because that's what's going to make you promotable and valuable. Ah. So, so that was an early lesson that 
kind of now resonates differently for me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's also a good example of you know, getting even more meta here is that story I've probably told a hundred times yes. um, in different situations. And it has a different takeaway in different contexts. Mm-hmm. So if I tell you, it's going to have certain meanings. But if I were to tell a future employer, um, they might think, wow, she's kind of a rabble rouser. She might be dangerous. I don't know. What they think. <laughs> but, <laughs> right, right. Uh-huh. Um, it, 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 you, you can tweak it and pivot to a story that you know is, you might have told many times, but will have value in that moment for your mm-hmm. listener. So that's kind of my story. <laughs> that's fascinating. And, and you're right though, right? You have to know your story well enough that you can pivot depending on your audience, right? Yes. So yeah. share with our audience, because it is so important, you know, being able to really articulate your personal brand or tell your story is crucial. But what is key to really building that story? Like, what is it that individuals really need to focus on so that they can tell their story? Yeah, good question. Uh, This is super fundamental. And for that reason, hyper important. Mm -hmm. I call it doing a career capture where you look back over several roles in your career. Mm -hmm. And even if you're 25 and you have two jobs, you're still going to go backwards Mm -hmm. and Look at the things that you've accomplished or the contributions that you've made. And you're really looking at it, too, for impact. What changed as a result of my role in that organization? What -hmm. were the highlights and accomplishments? And so first, it's really just to list those things and then to go through and mine it for, well, what does it look like I value? Mm -hmm. Okay, What, what What are the personal values running through the things that I do. Mm -hmm. What are the repeating themes? What am I always doing? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then strengths, looking for strengths, things, your leadership strengths, your personal strengths. And then you'll start to see language, collections of words, phrases that will pop up in that writing. Mm -hmm. And when I'm working with clients, they will do it. They'll take the first pass, but then I'll come in and I'll grab words and phrases and language and all of that will kind of funnel up and, and be part of the, the, the language that you use for your one liner, your, Mm -hmm. your value proposition, if you will. Um, And also what I call, I call them several things, but your opening statement Mm-hmm. Let's say you're about to pitch yourself for a raise or promotion and a raise and promotion, a promotion and raise. Right. Um, you need to have that story down. You need to have that narrative down and it needs to, in, to embrace your strengths, to, to express your strengths. And then also what you're poised to deliver in the future mm-hmm. And why you're the one to solve those issues or problems, those pain points in your organization. So it's who am I for you? you Right. So it's not just, you know, mindlessly bragging. Right. There's a purpose to your story. There's a purpose Mm -hmm. to that narrative. So that, you know, the, the first piece is really to know thyself and really get down in the weeds of what you contribute. And I think also an important piece of that is to look at 
those patterns and repeating themes that you no longer wish to do mm-hmm. because they're, they're holding you back from advancement um, um, or, you know, they're boring. They're, you know, you don't like them anymore. Right. 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 Um, yeah. That is <clears throat> extremely insightful. Now you mentioned, you talk a little bit about, okay, going for that promotion or asking for that raise. Um, with that comes those seeds of doubt that start popping up, right? And then there are some fears and limiting beliefs like, am I enough or do I deserve it? What are some techniques that you have helped you know, your clients in the past with on having that courage or that confidence to ask for what they, what they deserve, um, you know, in some of those negotiating tactics of just having the confidence to say, this is what I want, this is what I need, and I deserve it. What, how do you help them overcome those fears and limiting beliefs? I think, you know, you hear people talk so much about confidence, like be confident. It, it's, it's actually impossible to be, con- like to tell yourself, be confident. Right, right. You don't just put on clothing and suddenly, oh, there it is. There I am. It, it, it's a, a set of, it, it's a repetition. It's practice. Mm. Practicing over and over again advocating for yourself and others, um, speaking up. So one of the things that I do, I might even work vocally with people, but Mm -hmm. definitely role-playing with, uh, uh, let's say it's an interview for your new role. Right. What are all those typical behavioral interview questions? What are you likely to be asked? What What is the company going through right now that is critically important inside your role? Mm. Uh, what's the news about the company? What are they, where are they struggling and how can you, um, you know, sort of set yourself up to solve that? Well, all of that is research. That's all background information. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's all the background information, background work that you're doing on yourself mm-hmm. and then role playing practice, whether it's with me, with friends, with, with, you know, colleagues, mm-hmm. um, but I think fundamentally, it's, it's about understanding the stories you tell yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Most of them are BS. Most of them are not true. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, if we do that career capture work, look at the amazeball stuff that comes out of that kind of work. Mm-hmm. You did this, you did, these are scientists, these are doctors, these are VPs and, you know, queens of chaos. They are talented human beings. Yes. So it's really about wrapping your arms around who you really are and learning to tell, to flip that narrative. And like, you know, I have a couple of examples of, so for example, somebody might say, um, have been criticized, say for, hey, you don't speak up in meetings. You really need to, you know, kind of, come to the table a little more prepared and speak up. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, one way you can flip that, flip that or kind of reframe these negative comments is to say, mm-hmm. I prefer to listen and really deeply get what people are wanting and needing and then mm-hmm. go away and think on it. And I can be most valuable to you post-meeting. Mm-hmm. So I'm not disappearing in the meeting. I'm in it. Right. So, you know, that might be something that an introvert, you know, might do or somebody who's very analytical. 
and needs to spend time with things. Or um, I'm not a people person. They'll say people will say. Uh-huh. Well, the flip side of that, or a reframe. I'm constantly doing reframes with people. Is mm-hmm. for conversate deep conversations one on one. Yes. I need to reframe not who you're not, but who you are. Right. Um, so that's very frequently in any coaching conversation. These things will come up where you do have to give people time inside that story. Mm-hmm. You can't rise above it without examining it. Mm-hmm. You can't just, you know, sort of um, move past this thing that's been around your neck in, in an instant. Right. It does take some work. But to honor that somebody actually, yeah, I get that you feel that way. I can see. I, I got it. I understand it. To be empathetic mm-hmm. and understand their lived experience is their lived experience. Right. But we can't stay in it forever, right? Mm-hmm. We need to move, move past it. I love that. And I love it's it's such a tangible kind of or, or just a fantastic mindset in terms of reframing those things to where it's reframed more in a how does this benefit, you know, how does this benefit the other person opposed to looking at it from a negative lens? So I really like that idea of, you know, um, I'm instead of, I'm not a people person that actually I, I like the more one-on-one intimate kind of deeper intellectual conversation. I don't like small talk, right. But a better way, a better way of saying it. So learning to be able to reframe and articulate those things. And that's part of being able to tell the story. I think that's fantastic. One of the in in negotiation circles, um, Mm -hmm. we would call that changing the conversation. Mm. Right. So if the conversation isn't going in the direction that you want it to, Mm -hmm. or a story about you is being promoted that isn't quite accurate, Mm -hmm. change that damn conversation. Mm. Yes. Right. Like this is you. This is why we work on stories so much and why we work on narratives so much. Mm -hmm. What if you could pinpoint the invisible ceilings limiting your success? Imagine having clarity on your strengths and barriers so you can take action and gain unstoppable momentum to advance as a future-ready leader. Well, that's exactly what the Beyond Barriers quiz will help you discover. You'll get your personalized score based on the 25 essential elements proven to accelerate success in the digital age, so you can understand what's holding you back and where to focus your efforts. The Beyond Barriers quiz is completely free and takes just a few minutes. Go to IamBeyondBarriers.com slash quiz and take the quiz today. So... Just out of curiosity, thinking about, you know, the idea of women really struggling and kind of um, getting caught up in failures and setbacks and how they ruminate sometimes on the mistakes or things that they've made. I can see this mindset of reframing and really learning from the failures and setbacks being really helpful. What are some tips that you can share that you've coached individuals in the past of overcoming failures and setbacks um, to enrich their story? I have a really great recent example. It, it, it kind of took place over a year mm-hmm. with, a, with a client, but <clears throat> she was told by her f- female boss, whom she did get along with very well and adored on many levels, but was told 
you're too hard charging. Uh, and also in meetings, you're constantly over explaining. You talk too much. Mm. Right. So we had to really get inside that, like, what's really true? What do you really notice about yourself? Mm-hmm. And if it's true, what's going on that's causing you to be insecure in that moment and want to overtalk things? Mm-hmm. So first is, is it true? Because people have all kinds of um, opinions about us mm-hmm. that come through the lens of bias, whatever whatever their story is, right. we're being filtered through their lens. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to dissect what's really, what's really happening. And if you can dissect it with that person who mm-hmm. has that opinion, like, where does that come from? You know, you know, what makes you uncomfortable about this when I do this? Mm-hmm. So it's not only you owning what you may be doing wrong in quotes, um, but also um, helping your conversation partner understand how they might be seeing things in sort of a, an incorrect light. Right. So often what would come up with this, this partner, this, this relationship here is, oh, wow, yeah, I am, see, I am blaming you for being too strong. Mm-hmm. I am blaming you. You don't look, you're not playing the role like, I see it needs to be played. Right. That was kind of a turnabout for her, but she also did work on, mm-hmm. um, okay, maybe I'm over talking, I'm over explaining. Maybe I, what I need to do in meetings more is turn it over to different people to take their part mm-hmm. or to ask open-ended questions to their resistance instead of explaining more. Right. So, Tell me more about what kind of, you know, what kind of, what's hanging you up here? Mm -hmm. Any kind, any open-ended question that gets, you know, the conversation moving. That's, that's fantastic. And I think, like you said, it really kind of um, understanding, because in some cases, and sometimes I don't like the term, but perception is reality and how other people are perceiving you if they're looking at you through rose-colored lenses or jaded lenses, right? Um, it, it does kind of color uh, the feedback, but really understanding the feedback and like you said, understanding how much of it is true and then what you can control in those situations is yeah. so important. Yeah. I think and you're- also, I think to getting, I, I think every uh, woman who wants to ascend to whatever level, sea level or any level needs to get comfortable with conflict mm. and, and to be willing to move through and past conflict. Yes. Training in conflict resolution, um, practicing the, the strategies and tactics of interest-based negotiation, mm-hmm. which is founded is grounded in mediation mm, and problem yes. solving, right? That that's the basis of it, um, as well as coaching. That that's the fundamental aspect of coaching is open-ended mm-hmm. questions, trying to, you know, um, empower the person you're you're working with to make their own decisions mm-hmm. and see, you know, to, to see themselves accurately. Um, but I think, yeah, it, it, it goes to our fear of conflict yes. uh, much of the time. 
Well, digging into that a little bit, and, and I feel like it does maybe some some way correlate in that techniques that you can share, especially around making difficult decisions or taking risks, right? Because a lot of the times they shy away from the risk or those difficult decisions because of the conflict they're afraid that is going to, it, it will arise from it. What are some techniques that will help individuals in making those difficult decisions so that they can move forward with confidence? Yeah, I think this is something that your business is organized uh, organized around too, mm-hmm. and that's community. That that that's your posse. Those are your people. Yes. Who, who you go to? Who, who's on your your personal board of directors? Mm-hmm. Are you in a mastermind group? Is there what are you doing? Who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. Who speaks you act accurately and can challenge you when you're sort of off base or mm-hmm. when your fear level has risen so high that you're you're not making decisions, right? Um, uh, so I think it's really about I, I I always call it either your your influence posse, whether mm-hmm. it's at work. So if you're trying to make a decision at work, you might need the support of your board of directors outside mm-hmm. of work, right? But you can also tap your network, which is why it's so critical to know your story, know what you're up to, mm-hmm. know the goals and objectives that you're trying to achieve in your career and make sure that other people know what you're up to. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. There's no <laughs> magic wand. Oh, there, you know, ta-da, there's your role. You right. people have to know what you're up to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of the stasis, you know, and indecision that we get into is because we're not seeking wise counsel. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things I constantly do with women, I have them make a matrix of Mm -hmm. everybody who's on their team Mm -hmm. and the influencers who should be on their team or could be. Yes. Um, Who do you need to know and why? And not only who and why, but what do you know is important to them? What are their interests? Right. What are their goals and preferences? And what do you notice them talking about? And how can you be of value to them? Even yes. if a quickie solve of a, of, of a conversation or, or something big or a project. I think that's so important that you say, you know, what do what do I have that can be helpful to them? And, you know, because at the end of the day, they're they're thinking what's in it for me, right? What's in it for me in this relationship? I mean, we are just human nature, right? We we always want to know what's in it for me. Um, speaking about that community and how important it is, you know, and that exercise I think is fantastic that you do of like, who is your circle of influence and who are those missing influencers that you need to bring in, what can help individuals gain access to those influential leaders? We get, I get the question a lot from my, you know, clients of, well, yes, but how do I gain access to them or how do I even approach them? What are some techniques or some tips that you can share with, you know, how do you gain access to those influential leaders? Yeah, boy, I'm not sure that this is my best area to answer because Uh Um, well, you know what? I'm doing that girl thing. I'm just going to stop. Okay. I'm going to stop doing that. Love it. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say what You're I was honest now. labeling yourself right now. <laughs> I did just doubt myself. I think it is, um, 
really trying to identify the linkages between people. So if there's, we we often have fear of going above our boss's head, right? Mm -hmm. I I really shouldn't do that. I should start at this step. Mm -hmm. If you communicate to your boss, your, your manager, what your goals are, and they're not the right kind of, they're they're really not in your corner. Right. They're bad at asking. They're terrible negotiators. Mm-hmm. You need to ask permission. And maybe even in some cases not ask mm-hmm. and, and go outside of the chain of command to be seen and heard. Mm-hmm. But, but request a seat at the table with the influencer that you mm-hmm. want to know. So if that's right. the right-hand person, get to know the right-hand person right? Um, um, and be visible, be seen, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you be visible? How do you, how do you get seen by those influencers? Again, it's knowing what's important to them and mm. perhaps throwing your head in the ring to participate in something that will make it obvious. Right. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that said, there are times when you just don't get the opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's just not there. Right. So I think that's more about cultivating your posse. And there's going to be an inroad somewhere along the line. Mm-hmm. If you're honestly, diligently every week mm-hmm. uh, um, spending time cultivating your influence. And I think it's so important what you just said is that spending time every week, like it has to become a habit. So maybe share a few more daily habits or rituals that you have done in your career that have helped with your success. What are some of those habits and rituals that people don't realize they need to do over and over? It's not just a one and done thing. Yeah. This is going to sound so rudimentary, but if it's not on your calendar, it's not going to happen. Yes. Okay, so if, if one of your, your goals is to um, create that influence that we've been talking about, mm-hmm. well, wouldn't it stand to reason that email so-and-so needs to show up or call Jack on Friday needs to show up on your calendar? Mm-hmm. If it's not there, it's not going to happen. So, mm-hmm. And I think also get really married to blocking time out in your calendar. Mm-hmm for projects, for anything that you're, you're having trouble committing to, mm-hmm. block it, put it in your calendar. And I, I talk about it like putting your shoes by the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you say you want to run a 5K or a marathon. Well, start by putting your damn shoes <laughs> in the door. Yes. I might not get them on today, but maybe tomorrow you'll put them on and you'll get out the door. Mm-hmm. And then maybe the next day you'll, you'll, you know, you'll run half the way and walk half the way. Right. You have to give yourself sort of these physical cues, like a yoga mat on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that you remember your commitments, mm-hmm. remember, you know, that, that they're front and center for you. I have another one that's really rudimentary and yes. I'm stealing it from my, one of my mastermind gals. Um, her name is Sarah Caputo, and she runs a company called Sarah Caputo Consulting. Uh-huh. She's a phenomenal workflow coach and productivity expert. Mm-hmm. And 
she, she tells people have one book, mm. one notebook, not 12. Have one, everything gets written down in there. If you prefer to do this kind of stuff online or on your phone, fine. Right. Same idea. Take notes, write your to-do list, uh, keep one book. It's your second brain. Don't rely on just winging it, right? Yes. Um, and I've been doing, uh, having one book for probably my whole life. Right. My whole, it, it's just a thing I do. Plus, I love the sound of pencil on paper. Yes. <laughs> Me too. I, I feel like, you know, yes, I try to take notes on computer and, and it's much more convenient sometimes, but the, I find when I write it, there's some sort of like connection or some synapse that helps me like remember it. So it's just that, that physiology of writing something down that really helps me out. So. Yeah. Same here. Same here. And I think that what's important is that if you find a tool that works for you, stop looking for the shiny new object. Yes. Oh, there's another piece of software, another app, another thing. Okay. Let me try that. Maybe that will make me massively organized. You have to, you have to roll with what you are kind of naturally organically driven by or connected. Mm-hmm. Just stick with it. <laughs> yes, stick with it. Find it and stick with it. That's fantastic. Well, we love to ask this of all of our podcast guests in thinking about, you know, we're in an age of, of technology and just ever-changing, you know, um, <clears throat> an ever-changing world, right? As as we've been living this past year. Um, what can help women accelerate their success and stay ahead of the curve? What do you do to stay ahead of like, you know, just the ever-changing environment, especially when it comes to navigating the work world? Wow. You have to learn. You have to read. You have to learn. You have to read. So, you know, uh, this is something that's constructed within your business beyond barriers. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got all of these learning tools, these, these online courses that are, that are attached to, um, coaching and cohort mm-hmm. people who will help you implement what mm-hmm. you learn. And I would not learn just for the sake of like, like take a class and do nothing with it is I think what is, there's a statistic that you will forget what you've learned within about three days. It, it, it if you don't start to implement it, mm-hmm. it's just not going to happen. Right. It's just, it's just, Oh, that, that was a waste of time. Right. You know? <laughs> um, but I will say, you know, I'm very committed to LinkedIn Learning. I've done five uh-huh. courses there. Um, it's a brilliant platform, and they're learning more and more about how people are using the learning. So the learning is getting more bite-sized mm-hmm. and also mm, curated, where you might have three videos from one course and three videos from another uh-huh. expert course to all that are also around a theme. So I think that's very important learning and reading Mm. and just being curious and staying abreast of things and not being fearful of technology. Right. Um, You know, can I take this sideways? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I love sideways. (laughs) I want to point out something in terms of storytelling Uh um, and your statement that I found by snooping around about you, of course. Okay. <laughs> I think you have written a beautiful example 
And so everyone who's listening to this podcast, this is a great example of kind of an opening statement. It's your bio, but here's what's wonderful. I'm going to read it. You are a consciousness creator on a mission to champion equity for all in life, work, and community. Throughout my career, I've pioneered industry-leading programs to help the disadvantaged gain breakthrough access to opportunities. Okay. I'm not reading the whole thing. Right. <laughs> that, that in itself, it, it, that is brilliant because you begin it with values and commitment. Like here's the big deal I'm committed to in, in the world. This is, this is yeah. my overarching what I'm about. Okay. And then you talked about the, the sort of pinnacle uh, contribution you made in your career. Uh-huh. That, that, that's step two. What is the, so if you were applying for a job uh, or a promotion, you would want to point to those very pivotal contributions or accomplishments that uh, uh, correspond to the needs of the role, right? Yes. And then the third piece would be to now point it toward the pain points and goals of the organization and why you are the person to solve those and with you in that role. Mm -hmm. Right. And if you were actually negotiating, you would use that, that whole whole similar structure, but you Mm -hmm. would add. And for that reason, I'd like to, I'm asking for a raise of 20% and title of X. Right. So you would end a statement end that sort of opening statement with your pitch, with your request. Um, I just thought, you know, you did such a great job. I had to (laughs) that it really fits the structure that I teach a lot. Well, thank you. And I'm honored to know that Lisa has just validated and has rubber stamped and said approval for my statement. So thank you so much. And 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 it is, you know, probably because I have done lots of research and listened to some of your, you know, hey, this is how you break it down. So thank you so much. That's <laughs> that's really exciting that um, it really kind of get captured the essence of what I was trying to say. So um, well, also, also, if I were, if you and I were sitting down and I was the hiring manager, you know, the first thing that's going to happen when you have such a powerful statement like that is I'm going to be bowled over and I'm going to have a question like, wow, tell me how you did that. Yes. That's an amazing mm-hmm. accomplishment. Now on the heels of that, you get of that brilliant statement, you get to tell your a story and a real story. Right. Like, this is what I did. It's got a beginning, middle, and end. There were some bumps in the road, and it all turned out like X, right? Right. It's a perfect segue into a conversation. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Lisa, for all of your pearls of wisdom. And I know our audience is going to be itching to know how to um you know, follow you and just keep up, you know, with, with all of these nuggets that you do share. So what's the best way for individuals to uh, stay in contact with you and learn more about crafting their own story? Storyhappenshere.com mm-hmm. uh, story is, is my, my website, my haunt, but mostly I play on the playground of LinkedIn. I'm always there yes. always sharing 
um, ideas and third, you know, other people's content that I fall in love with. Mm-hmm. That's actually my favorite activity is, <laughs> yes. is seeing what other people are talking about and championing, championing them. Um, but those are kind of the two places. Twitter, I tend to be um, political and a little incendiary. So I recommend. <laughs> Fun. Fantastic. Well, thanks again for giving us your time. I know that our listeners are going to find lots of um, use out of your um, tips that you shared, all of the habits and hacks. And uh, again, you can go on to imbeyondbarriers.com and find ways to connect with Lisa. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Barriers podcast. There are thousands of podcasts out there, and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and tell a friend about it and subscribe to get new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Visit imbeyondbarriers.com where you'll find show notes, links, and the best way to connect with our guests. See you next episode.